0: Okay. Oh. Oh. Hello, everyone. And thank you very much for being here for my presentation. Um, I'd like to start off by introducing myself. So my name is Tia uh, Jun Chen. Uh, you can call me Tianjun. Jun. I'm Staff 2 Engineer and 1 Technical Leader from uh, VMware OCTO Office of the CTO. So basically in our team, I work on several different research and innovations, but uh, also have some personal exploration. I just all of it um, get myself involved too much soon, uh, from low-level technology and to the automotive system, robots, and machine learning, edge computing, something like that. So um, before I joined the VMware, I also worked at some company like Wind River system for Wind River Linux and virtualization development, and I even I also worked at, at Intel OSTC Open Source Technology Center. Basically, our team was trying to enable some new hardware features to that uh, open source project, like KVM, Zin, and QMU, something like that, okay. So uh, back here, today i am going to talk about something about virtualization on embedded system. Uh, that's my project, E2S2XI. Um, it's like the abbreviation of embedded system, EXI. I believe this is your uh, interest too. I guess um, around this real world, um, you get more information about the virtualization in data center. Now let's talk about something new, okay. Uh, sorry, I have uh, enough time to uh, reflect my slides to that formal um, VM4 template, but I need to make this clear. So essentially, uh, this is my personal exploration. Uh, so far, not a roadmap or commitment from VMware, but i uh, working towards that. So let's go through the agenda. I think uh, there are a few parts. Um, first of all, I, I think I need to give you some background on virtualization and embedded system. And then uh, let me introduce my project. And I uh, hope I have some time to show my demo. So, virtualization, I think uh, mm, there are many definitions to virtualization technology. Uh, some people uh, see our uh, container on the Docker, uh, some people see our uh, VM, uh, traditional VM on uh, hypervisor. Here, let's focus on and limit it to that uh, hardware assisted virtualization on uh, that hypervisor and that uh, VM. That means that we need some uh, CPU feature uh, like Intel VTX or that AMD SVM. But in this, now we talk about embedded system. In this area, you probably see that ARM. Or even MIPS and PowerPC, and also you know that RISC V. Fortunately, um, this CPU processor has a similar virtualization extension. That means we can enable virtualization to this platform. And uh, how can we access the virtualization? Um, you probably know the type 1, type 2, and even the type three hypervisor. Type 1 hypervisor, just like um, hypervisor and virtual machine monitoring, is running on top of that physical platform. Sometimes we call it that by mental hypervisor. Type 2 means uh, the hypervisor running on the top of host OS. Think about our workstation. We call it the host on hypervisor. I'm not sure if you have heard the type 0 hypervisor. Essentially, it's based on the microkernel. Microkernel means that we just keep those necessary components in that kernel, like a scheduler, but put other, like uh, the device driver, out that microkernel to work as a service. It's uh, very lightweight. Uh, another con- way I uh, classify virtualization technology is that full virtualization and paravirtualization. Um, full means that means that you can run or um, modify the OS on that hypervisor on a virtual monitor. monitor. Paravirtualization uh, per- that means sometimes you want to uh, enable that hypervisor awareness into that uh, OS to achieve that uh, performance, especially the I/O performance. So uh, why we need that virtualization on embedded system? Uh, there's some benefit right here from cost. So typically, we can use that, uh, one powerful, multiple platform to um, consolidate that hardware software consolidation. Uh, think about we can run one general system, another instance, run that uh, Atos real time system. And even can um, run some uh, legacy uh, operation uh, code because back to that IoT, uh, you know, the main code should be um, deployed right there. Uh, but we have a VM, uh, this can help us speed up the time to market. Security, always can provide a strong isolation between a safety credit environment and to the non safety credit environment. And a mixed credit system, that means um, protecting safety and security parts of the device from other parts of the device. Um, especially in industry IoT, in automated systems, there are many rigorous spec- uh, specifications to that, uh, these devices. Um, think about this without virtualization, you have two applications. They have to meet the different levels, but when put them in this software box, that means these two applications can interfere with each other. So they must be certified to the highest level of the application. So virtualization can provide a secure separation. It aims to um, re- uh, eliminate the such that interference. multi tenancy and flexibility, I think just like what we are doing uh, on cloud in data center. But uh, now we also want to build a software-defined ed- software edge computing and software edge device services. So we also need a virtualization on uh, build that foundation. Okay, um, actually there are many user cases in the uh, production environment, uh, like a tiny community system, maybe NFV and even a value cloud. You have that. If your own system and even that the industry uh, IoT again um, need that workload consolidation. Uh, automotive, I love the automotive. At the very beginning, I mentioned that so. Uh, In the future, in the near future, the automotive industry will always provide a vehicle running that um, multiple advanced functions, even as a self drive function. So that means in this requirement, in this environment, the vehicle on hardware and software components grows significantly with these functions. So each time its function is added, that means that uh, additional sensors and cables and ECU, control, uh, electronic control unit, are added to the vehicle. That increases that space, weight, power consumption. This has some uh, have some big impact on that cost, and they also have some on uh, security, safety issue, and connectivity issue. So the number of ECUs and that connective capacity uh, can be reduced by replacing them with that. Uh, virtual instance in that one ECU. In the meantime, again, you know, uh, in terms of that automated system, they have that one specification sub- at automotive safety and integrity level, that's three levels. They can deploy different applications to the different domain, like uh, in-vehicle uh, infotainment, uh, in-vehicle control system, and even that uh, power train, something like that. Okay, sorry. Uh. Uh, actually, um, you can see uh, some, um, you can, uh, the virtual technology is really uh, making into the embedded system. You can see some existing solutions, some are based on, on the open-source uh, community hypervisor, KVM and Zen, and uh, even in recent years, maybe you know that icon hypervisor was uh, released by the Intel. And uh, even you can see some commercial solutions, QX is targeted to the industriality, especially for the automotive system. Um, uh, also, there's some uh, market right there. On the right side, just look at the right side, uh, there's one picture of, um, pick up from one that report that global embedded hypervisor software market. Uh, you know, uh, it's a sample page because this report is not free, but it still can have a um, rough number. To the, by the end of the 2025, around uh, two, uh, 22 or $23 that million dollars in this market about embedded system hypervisor. Okay, so you know, um, um, we can enable virtualization because I talk about the uh, embedded CPU process can support that. Um, we have that uh, market, we have the benefit right there. So I think VMware should be there. Uh, okay, um, talk about uh, VMware, we have our EXI. You know, EXI is a market proven that enterprise grid that is hypervisor, well, but in the data center just like that. I think we can start from there. Uh, so in this project, Invest in EXI, I hope I can build that foundation software defined computing system uh, by means of our virtualization technology, especially EXI. I hope this can support X80 and ARM, even that next year on RISC-5, and also on um, provide some uh, light on the OS to carry out that service. And put them together, we can provide that foundation of software-defined embedded system computer service solution. But it's no, the it's set down uh, because uh, now, EXI is designed for that uh, power, uh, data center, physical server. It's very high. So we are facing some challenges. The first one okay, you know, this device, just like a uh, resource constraint. So we need to reduce the image size, we need to reduce the memory overhead. So some of it we can do, like um, we can reduce uh, the support the number of the physical CPU and the VCPU and the VM. I also can decouple some service like vSAN and even the DCUI. We don't need that in this embedded system. And also I modify some of that HIP memory reservation to reduce that memory. And in some way I can reduce the memory of her head. So another challenge about a device, you know, when for that uh, cloud foundation, that means we just need to consider that CPU virtualization, memory, uh, storage virtualization, and network storage. So you know we have that uh, PV we have NVMe three. But this device have a variety of that uh, interfaces, uh, um, like that uh, Wi-Fi, LTE, 4G, and uh, Bluetooth, and uh, even Zigbee, wi and uh, even some industry protocol like RS uh, four eighty five, and uh, even Modbus, something like that. How can we enable this device? Maybe uh, one way is straightforward. we need to write down this device driver. But that means you need to write the device driver, you need to maintain the device driver, you need to operate the driver. I think it's a terrible nightmare. I don't like that. So instead, I build one language that has super Super World was Zero on where I deploy the links. Most of these uh, interfaces are based on USB bus or some PCIe bus. So that means we can pass through this controller to on this Super World Zero. And then I introduced one that a common edge computing service framework at Ajax Foundry. It's hosted by the Foundation. Um, essentially is that a containerized the microservice architecture. I just deployed one that device service layer in this uh, super world zero, but de- deploy other service layer to the different uh, VM. So and that means so at this point we can share this device with different VM. Another bonus is that you can build I just compute the service on uh, this solution. But Wi Fi and IoT is different. I still pass through this um, controller to that uh, super over zero, but I built some uh, internet service and populated in support to make sure on uh, every uh, internet port, if they connect to that v- switch, they can get access to the external internet. I will have a demo show on uh, no, you can use Wi Fi to get access to that on EXI. So another thing about the real time. Typically in many user cases, not all user cases, we run the essential system on that um, safety critical environment like an uh, oil address, and drilling distribution, and even public safety on uh, transportation, something like. that. You need to meet real time, you need to meet the hard real time requirement. But unfortunately, our VM kernel cannot be uh, converted to a fully pre kernel. Okay. So here I'm trying to build that AMP framework. Just like um, we isolated some physical CPU and uh, as well some memory to this another domain I call that the safety-created domain and EXI just um, load that native Atos image to on this domain so this can help reduce uh, that contact switch between the VM and the host just like on, it runs on top of that, environmental environment so another approach, um, now recently I'm talking about some people, um, um, maybe we can build multiple VM kernel. Um, this new VM kernel is built at a macro real-time system, where we have some real-time schedulers like EDF, or something like that. Um, I'm not sure you have, know that uh, one open- source solution is based on the Linux, another dynamic. They also have a similar ideas, so similar to a kernel. So once the interrupt is triggered, or the interrupt is delivered to the RT kernel, and then we will take a, 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 a response for the um, schedule that real-time RTOS. Once we get this real-time workload done, and then we pass through the normal RAM kernel. So not about uh, security. Um, we need to figure out something to improve the security. So um, typically, you know, um, we have a virtualization um provide isolation between VM. That's not enough. Sometimes you want to run that instance, your application, or even the container in the one VM, right? How to protect them in the one VM? So new problem there. One VM just has one EP table. EP table is a feature, and this can help you convert the guest with a physical address to a host address. And now we assign multiple EP tables to this VM, one given VM. According to different requirements, um, we can assign a different container. We can isolate this uh, container just in one VM, provide strong isolation protection. Okay, and also um, uh, we have EXR, but also need to figure out uh, if we can build some live OS. with still no resource constraint. Uh, here, let's start from Photon OS. Photon OS is our distribution, but uh, we need to figure out some way to uh, make sure um, Photon OS is a BSP-level OS. Support different profiles, uh, profile like a standard and real time, and even like what I'm ever did in the uh, Windows real we have three that profile. Also support a cross-compile. You want to build something for like an ARM or RISC file or something. Like that. And we also introduce some uh, live OS like a unikernel and LinkKit and CRX, something like that. No, you can say oh, we have the, basically we have the this X. Uh, they can run on uh, the resource uh, consumed device. But this is not our final goal. I hope we can build a software defined edge computing uh, framework. So I introduced one that manager in this uh, Super World Zero. And also I divided this service uh, into two groups. One is the system service. Uh, you want to provision, you want to upgrade, you want to manage that the system itself. Another service, a user device service. Uh, on what kind of function you want to run in the system. Like uh, maybe you want firewall router, just to give you an example. So this can help you build that serverless capability uh, with this leverage that uh, vessel I mentioned uh, just in-time service. Okay, um, another question is uh, we need to consider how to uh, give that delivery in the production environment. But uh, we need this automotive build too. You just tell me uh, what kind of delivery you want to build. Uh, you need to consider that hardware platform, uh, what kind of that profile to the EXI, uh, what kind of pro- profile to that uh, application, and then we can build that delivery, uh, just uh, install that into the final product. Okay, um, this is something uh, what I have done as we know. Okay, I built this, uh, my embedded system EXI, on that uh, 6.2 and also have to modify some code to make sure um, that XI can show a very low resolution display. It's one thing, and also uh, reduce, reduce the image size about 130 megabytes. The memory overhead is reduced to uh, less than 900 megabytes. And also build that UI to manage this, uh, this X holder in this system. Because it's different from cloud, we cannot, we cannot use the center to manage this device. This in the cloud, the X-host, uh, these uh, devices are distributed to remote locations. They are not in the same network. We cannot register this device to the recent directly. So instead, I build one that uh, manager in the cloud, another agent in that uh, supervisor zero, okay? And then I um, build some communication between this agent. Um, later, I show a demo. I can use one that manager in that VMC much Cloud in the public to upgrade that, that uh, EXI uh platform. For real time, um, for a limited time, I just um, provide strong isolation. Uh, maybe I can uh, figure some time to step forward. But that solution is get approved by the patent. Okay. Um. Now, now, let's show me some demo. This demo is based on this platform, App Platform. It's an x based platform. Uh, enabled our EXI in this platform and also enabled Wi Fi here. Uh, also enabled that um, edge computing, machine inference. It's not clear. You can see that uh, one blue. That device is that uh, Intel VPU. Okay. You can see on this that small display um, plugged into this device. This another display is uh, connected to this uh, uh, this uh, platform uh, as well. Um, this small display just shows the information about the XI itself. Uh, another that display will show that machine learning inference uh, result. How to play that? Yeah, I record the video in my home. Um, now there are three VM on in this uh, um, small uh, platform. One is that supervisor zero. Another two VMs help us build that machine learning inference. One is uh, connect that uh, video streaming from a remote IP that camera. Another VM take responsibility for that machine learning inference based on Intel VPU and OpenVINO, just like that. But everything you can manage that through Wi-Fi. Even use that on um, Vsphere connector client or something. Okay, another one is about this device, similar thing. This device can plug into the that, uh, this, uh, display uh, directly with the HDMI. Set up my that uh wifi um, environment in my home, and then uh, can use my that uh, laptop on to use that um, uh, vSphere client to um, log into that uh, the ex host to manage that Even you can use yourself uh, yourself to log in wifi to manage this ex host so you still use that vSphere client. Last one is about uh, as I mentioned, uh, I can remote um, upgrade the EXI on uh, this platform. This uh, web UI is very simple. Um, one is in the is in this device, uh, another one in the uh, VMC cloud uh, that has a public IP address. Um, that. Uh, uh, Web UI in this agent uh, actually can manage the local or uh, can connect the many of that devices in the one local vessel to manage that. What do you need to do just uh, upload um, which uh, new exe version should be uploaded right there and send out that command. You can see yes, command command successful created uh, upgrade command created. Um In another screen, you can see when I connected to this device that the exi. Six point five on will be on shut down and then reboot and you can see yeah six point seven is running and all VM just back up. Okay. Um, I think this is something I'm trying to do, try and talk about today. So do you have any question? a Raspberry Pi. Both are x 80 based platform. x 80 based platform. Okay. But I think this solution is CPU architect agnostic. So we have that EXARM expert right there. Uh, hardware configuration, right? Results. This platform uh, can be um, depend on your own. Order. You can order two gigabyte or four gigabyte yeah. yeah. even eight gigabyte <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I cannot hear you very clearly. Cost hardware cost uh, um got three thousand uh I got four and five hundred dollar. Uh, four and uh five or five hundred dollar. Uh, I have another platform just one tick by my memory. Yeah, similar thing. Some time. Okay. Thank you Aaron. thank you.